ahead. Yeah, do it one more time. Oh, no way. Hit, hit, me one, hit me one more time with that. That was too funny. Are you ready for a little controversy? Yeah. <laughs> Is it too loud? Not loud enough. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, man. Are you Is ready it? for some uh. controversy? <laughs> How am I coming in? Too hot to trot? Right on the mark? No, right on the mark. Let me try You're one more. You're sounding good yourself, a... my man. Excellent. This is the 60-second uh, sound test. Are you ready for a little uh. controversy? Controversy. Can you hear me? I don't think you can hear my sound effects, can you? Oh, I heard it. Oh, you got the boing? The boing, yeah. Nice. This, yeah, uh, oh, boing. all right. Well, we are, uh, folks, we've entered new territory here. That's right. <laughs> you're, witness, you're witnessing us finally discovering, three years in, the uh, equipment we bought a long you time know, ago. You know, I've been sitting here for three years uh, with this device, and eventually, right now, just in this moment, I said, I wonder what this does. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stupidest podcast in America. You guessed it. All right, man. I can't <laughs> wait to get some sound effects going. Well, now we've just made the show stupider, I think, is what's happened. Oh, yeah. The key is to overuse it as much as possible. Yeah. I actually, I was, I wanted to make sure I, you could hear it. I have this uh, sound effect uh, specifically for one clip today. Uh, we may eventually get to it. Mike, how are you, my man? How is the shy town? How is the weather on this beautiful Sunday afternoon? Oh, everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, did you see that clip I sent to you about the uh, little T dub or whatever, little little <laughs> little G dub? I don't know. Some fucking rapper, I guess, was fifteen years old, died. Wow. Dude, the other, I don't, I, I couldn't tell what weekend it was. If it was last weekend or the fourth or whatever. Yeah, man. <laughs> but one of these past weekends, sixty people got shot. Zero people have been arrested for it. Wow. <laughs> that is a 60 shot zero arrested that's um that's what happens when you defund the police i'm pretty sure like that's what you get right you have all this rampant crime the robberies have been so out of control downtown that there's no longer stores you got murders uh going on nobody's getting caught it's just uh, robberies and murders, dude. This is Gotham City. You guys need a Batman. I cannot stress this enough. Christian well, in Bale. Their defense, in their defense, only 10 of those were unsolved murders. The rest were attempted murders that were unsolved. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Looking good, Chicago. <laughs> uh, you must be psycho. Uh, you've completely played into um, kind of where my head was at this weekend. Uh, here in Denver, not sure if you saw the news, we had an eventful uh, situation going on. The Yankees were in town, so the games were all sold out. Uh, you know, big deal, a lot of New York folk here. It's pretty much like the only game they go to, you know, is when the Yankees. Right. So the tickets are outrageous. Um, and then Taylor Swift was in town, uh, and so it was just, pandemonium you know it was crazy crazy traffic possible to get around uh i, I kind of took a peek at chicago and i was thinking about you know what was happening there and uh you guys had i think it was uh as of today it was something like 13 people wounded in a weekend of uh <laughs> shooting violence five dead 24 wounded last weekend uh <laughs> 
And I'm like, man, this is crazy. And I, I like perusing both the local news stations for both Denver and Chicago. And I, I'm looking at all this. There was a, a drive-by shooting yesterday in some part of Chicago. Five dead, seven wounded. Like, just crazy violence happening there. And uh, I switch over to Denver. I'm like, man, I wonder what, what crazy you know, insane, chaotic things are going on in, in the Mile High City. There were three people hurt this morning in two hot air balloon accidents in the North Metro area. <laughs> hot air balloon oh, white people. God, white people. Part of the Erie Balloon Festival. <laughs> Police saying it was very windy. They're not going the down to the bottom of the ocean in a tube. They're flying up in the air there in were a balloon. five people on board. The, two <laughs> the FAA and NTSB are now investigating. And the wind was also spilling balloons nearby in Erie this morning. Rescuers say that a gust of wind pulled one balloon free from a crew member's hold. A crew member then fell about 10 feet. She went to the hospital with minor injuries. Oh, this is how white Denver is. We had two separate simultaneous ballooning accidents that injured people. Uh, uh, They're called drive-by windings? (laughs) (laughs) It was a blow-by wind. It caused Jared Polis to make a public statement. He was ceasing all chemtrailing and geoengineering activities <laughs> indefinitely. I heard, I heard they actually slowed the rotation of the earth. <laughs> That's right. Too many white people being blown off their balloons. It's crazy. Can't have this. <laughs> just go to Chicago, any Chicago news app or station, and it's just the whole front page is all this death and mayhem and murder and... You go to Denver and you got the balloon accident, Taylor Swift, <laughs> the Yankees. Denver, we got no problems. I'm sorry for ever complaining. <laughs> Literally, the headline of uh, Chicago to any newspaper today is uh, they're taking state money now, $25 million to, house, to permanently house the immigrants. There you have it. Yeah. And that's on top of uh, kids not learning. They don't know how to read or do math in Chicago. <laughs> no, that's right, man. I think the uh, percentage was zero, if I'm not mistaken. Zero percent are capable of math and reading. And did you see the 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 the, the most insane thing I have read? The New York. Uh, I don't even know what to call these people. People who failed the test to become teachers in New York right are on, now. Man. They just won a $2 billion lawsuit. So they could go on and teach, or what's going on? No, 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 dude, it's even worse than that. These are people that took the test in the early 90s. Yeah, man. And this one guy's getting $2.5 million for never being a teacher, plus a pension and everything, and they're saying it's because the test was racist. Wow. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. man. And now the dude and now they're just like getting rid of tests because all the tests are racist because uh it's, it's, more blacks and Hispanics are failing it than whites. Right. It's racism when a certain group can't pass the test. So you have to right. get rid of the test. It's kind of like how what Well, you... except if that test is getting into the NBA. Then it's <laughs> right. <not> racist. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, getting into the MLB? No, no, that's not a racist test at all. Fucking idiots. <laughs> like, what if we just decided to come out and be like, you know, this is really unfair. To get into the NBA, you're doing all these tests. You're, you're trying to test how much I can jump. All this. You're not taking into my 
my life, my lived experiences. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, li- that's more important <laughs> than how high I could jump. Sports could get a little more interesting, I guess, if you introduce like the fat cabbie involved, you know, into the game or some local oh, dude who works the deli. Too, right? Yeah, dude, he's just in there, like throw him in at second base. A five seven, but I identify as six six five. <laughs> Well, you know, the WNBA uh, is having their all-star weekend, and uh, apparently one of the ladies in the three-point competition nailed, like, the most three-pointers ever in an all-star competition, both NBA and WNBA. Checker for a penis. <laughs> Brittany <laughs> Griner? I smell a man. Oh, dude, like Brittany Griner, man. There's a lot of pictures <laughs> of Brittany Griner looking quite manly. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they Juana man this shit. Juana man, wow! Remember that movie? Yes, who, who is out there remembers Juana man? You probably can't uh, one find one of Don Cheadle's best roles. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, it'd be kind of funny if Don Cheadle was actually in that movie. It's around yeah, that really time. I don't even. Re- I I cannot even imagine what that guy's name is. That actor. Oh, uh, the <laughs> the dude who is the Juana man, or uh, I don't even remember yeah, the premise oh, of Juana herself himself. It's a, he plays a chick. Well, I can't remember this movie at all, actually. Yeah, Miguel Nunez. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, did Juana Man, was it a dude pretending to be a chick to play in yeah. women's basketball? Yeah, he got kicked out of the NBA. Right. And he couldn't play anymore. <clears throat> and uh, then he dressed up as a woman and decided to join the WNBA, but then he fell in love with the woman. One of the women. Wow, man. I uh, didn't know the WNBA has been around that long. What year did Juana Man come out? In my head, it's like a 1995 movie. Oh two. Oh two. Whoa, dude! I mean, this movie. This is amazing. Think about this. This is how different times are. It only cost them fifteen million. The <laughs> box office brought in thirteen point eight, and uh, it's ninety-one minutes long. Perfect. All the movies are ninety-one minutes long. So, I guess Tom Cruise. He's got the new Mission Impossible movie. It's part one of a a, a two-parter and. This part oh, one, go fuck yourselves, God dude. Damn it. This part one, two hours and thirty-seven minutes long, something oh, like that. Oh God! And they're saying like Tom Cruise is on a crusade to like save the movies and the theaters and the theater going experience. Then make a ninety-minute flick, bro. Like drop this epic two and a half hour nonsense. I don't have the time. I come up with something different. Yeah, it's Another Mission, Mission Impossible? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm starting to think you guys are using this word impossible a little loosely here, because you are now on the 12th impossible mission that you somehow made possible. Do you not understand? You're now starting to fall into the realm of Mission Improbable at best. Yes. You know? I like that. I hope that's the title for the last one that they're doing. <laughs> When you're 60 years old, we're more sending you on the improbable missions. I mean, you yeah, know? just do Mission Possible. Oh, I think we can all accept Mission Possible. Let's <laughs> not beat around the bush here. It's possible. You're Tom Cruise. You're do- we know you're fake. You're doing the real stunts. All right, man. I'm going to go ahead and call this one Mission Most Likely Achieved. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, you could do one uh, Mission Accomplished with George H., uh, George Bush, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. Heck of a job. Yeah, man. So, Mission Impossible, it's supposed to be, you know, seven, uh, part one, two and a half hours long, saving the movie-going experience. I totally cannot get on board with that. For me, the only movie I've seen in a year plus was Mario Brothers. It was great. It was 90 minutes. Yeah, actually, you know what? I just watched uh, the number one movie on Netflix. You know what it is? (laughs) No, I have no idea, actually. Puss in Boots. The Last Wish. Wow, that one, <sighs> it was outranking Avatar when they both were released. In Talk about the end of an era, Puss in Boots. This is more <laughs> devastating than uh, Tom Cruise's poss- most, most possible mission. Uh, Puss in Boots, man, he's, he, had, he fell in love. And hung, well, spoiler. Oh, uh, hung up the, He hung up the boots. No, that's just, uh, they do that, but he'll come back. Oh, God, I don't know. Antonio getting old. Man, all you old fucks. I mean, I love Harrison Ford and you know Tom Cruise too. And like, all you guys, look at Antonio. He realized he was too old to be Zorro at ninety. You know, yes. he just started doing cartoons. That's props to you, man. I totally agree. We gotta end it with the Tom Cruise and the action flicks. It's just, um, I don't know. They're going to CGI the crap out of him in this movie, I assume, just like they did with uh, Harrison Ford in this last romp as Indiana Jones, which, I again, two and a half hours, I'm just going to have to stream it, man. I just don't have the time or the energy to dedicate to a theater. Unless it hits like 100 degrees here. If we hit 100 degrees, maybe I'll go uh, and dive into a two-hour-plus air-conditioned experience. If, If my air conditioner breaks down, maybe. Exactly. Puss in Boots, though, that was my point. Is it's, it's like an hour 40, maybe. It's not Great bad. Great story. Yeah, all right. He falls in love with a woman cat. It's none of this, like, you know, it's kind of... It's, just, oh, it's great. It's actually a good movie. I liked it. A lot of people 95 did. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think it ranks better on Rotten Tomatoes than Avatar, The Way of Water. <laughs> Holy shit. Brought in 500 mil at the box office. Yeah, it was. It's a great. It sounds like it was a great movie. Uh, the Avatar thing again, dude. Two f- hours, forty-five minutes. Movie number two out of su- supposed six movie thing that you have planned. Like, my God, man, this is exhausting. Like, who wants to keep up with that stuff? Yeah, I, I, honestly, this writer strike is amazing because Netflix and them. I'm just going through all these old movies. Oh, yeah, man. I caught a little Pulp Fiction last night. It was a good time. Haven't dug into that one in a while. I I like me some Quentin Tarantino. When it's on, I can't say no. I gotta just, gotta drop in and enjoy the ride. Uh, We only get one more. Yeah, so he says, I bet you he gets into the streaming um, service deal. A lot of money to be had. I, I know it's very unpopular opinion, but I gotta say... Once upon a time in Hollywood, unwatchable, man. That's, wow, that's you, good movie. you didn't enjoy the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, huh? Nah, not at all. I can't watch it. Really? Why? Uh, what's the take here? I- I'm fascinated, man. I don't know. Just one. I think it's the least likable role Brad Pitt has ever done. Is he uh, a sleaze in this movie? Is he a good guy? I actually couldn't figure out his character. He's kind of just cruising around in the car most of the time. Yeah, I just didn't like him. 
at all as a, as a character or anything. You know, it was, there wasn't really anybody in the movie that I liked. It was kind of a hodgepodge of stories, maybe. Uh, you know, you had the Leo DiCaprio weirdo movie star kind of fading. Yeah, I guess I don't even know what the movie is about now that I think about it. I watched it like, two years <laughs> yeah, ago. It was really odd. I'm, I'm in my the head character. right now trying to piece together the plot and figure out what that movie was about, and I actually don't remember. I just keep thinking about Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Or like, just look film. at like, Hateful Eight, dude. That is like, you have eight murderers, thieves, and bounty hunters in a cabin, and you like them all. But then they that's all die. right. Yeah, that's spoiler you know alert. I mean? it's, it's like an insane like roller coaster. Yeah, man. No, I totally agree. Uh, I guess I'll have to check it out again, or maybe I'll, it'll just be one of those forgotten Tarantino flicks. You know, I, dude, Pulp Fiction, I like, no matter how many times I've seen it, I go back every once in a great while and check it out. And it's like I, seeing it for the first time. It's just such a great movie, man. Like, so at, good. Start to finish. Absolute uh, pure genius. I, watched, I just watched a uh, clip of an interview with him where he was saying that, like, that's what Hollywood, like, they don't realize that that's what they're missing is uh, he, he puts everything, he, ma- he puts everything out there and then they capture it on film, right? Yeah, man. He, he said his whole thing is he, he films it and then that's it. He makes a movie out of it. There is no go back and do this because it's already been filmed. Reshoots. These guys, are like, <laughs> these guys aren't even doing research. It's all computer, you know what I mean? You're for shooting sure. for a couple of weeks and then you're spending six months with cgi and redoing this and retweaking that you know yeah it's a good call man and uh yeah writer strike you all forgot we all forget uh also along with that the actor strike going on hollywood is just i don't know they're losers at this point i think they've uh (laughs) succumbed to their own demise uh but What's funny about this writer strike going on and the actor strike is just a lot of the major storylines that used to populate in the news seem to be missing. It, it seems like they've kind of run out of gas, almost like a lot of the news of the day was scripted in a kind of weird way. Well, yeah. and I'm only saying that because one of my favorite stories to come out in the last couple of weeks uh, kind of just whimpered to a close. Tonight, the Secret Service coming up empty. After days of investigation and sophisticated forensic testing, officials cannot identify who left a small (laughs) baggie of cocaine in a storage (laughs) cubby used for electronic devices near this West Wing entrance. We'll never know. We have no idea, man. (laughs) House Speaker Kevin McCarthy... Can only guess it's the uh, same guy that planted the pipe bombs. I love this story. Outs. But if they can't tell us who brought it, what else is happening in the White House they can't tell us about? <laughs> what else is coming into the White House they can't tell me about? They know that who even concerns it. me on. more now. Lab tests conducted at the FBI crime lab did not develop latent fingerprints and insufficient DNA was present for investigative comparisons. Come on, Officials you really did a fucking video and did a finger, a fingerprint <laughs> analysis, a DNA analysis. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You guys watched 40 seconds of video. You saw Hunter Biden drop the bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, dude. Here comes the, uh, you know, the litany of people that they're about to blame for this, potentially. To compile a list of more than 500 individuals who had <laughs> access to the entrance in the days before it was... It's really funny because Mike the plumber can narrow it down to, like, two.
I have narrowed it down from the second this story came out to one guy. Uh, <laughs> his name is Hunter Biden. All right. There are like four laptops circulating around the globe of him doing crack cocaine with underage prostitutes. This guy loves drugs. And he's been living in the White House this entire time, man. I know exactly whose baggie this is. But without physical or video evidence, officials could not connect the drug to any suspect. It's a complete failure. I mean, this thing is is ridiculous. The White House said it is reviewing the findings. Democrats acknowledge, despite law enforcement's efforts, the mystery remains. It seems like it's at this point, it, it's just inconclusive. I, I couldn't Tell imagine you. being a black, like one of those black guys who are locked up right now for having a baggie of crack or yes. cocaine on them. Because as soon as they find a baggie of Hunter's cocaine, cocaine just became a little, that's a little joke. Ah, Frank, they had a little cocaine. Just a little cocaine, no big deal. Also, you know, we're not even going to look into it. Dude, we're in the White House here, and for like 10 seconds, the second this baggie of cocaine is on the floor, uh, the security system goes Jeffrey Epstein, and everything shuts down. The guards are asleep. There's no forensic evidence. We can't. We have no idea. So ridiculous, man. Like if you watch the security camera, the baggie hits the ground. It's like slow motion. Everybody looks around. And all, all the guards just fall asleep in place. Everybody's just taking a nap. <laughs> Kelly O joins us live tonight. So, Kelly, while officials say they found no evidence of who the bag belonged to, do they have a theory? It's really funny because I, I have been searched by the cops where they found a fucking marijuana seed under the carpet in my back of my fucking 81 Cutlass Supreme. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> you know? but, but this bag of cocaine in the White House, ah, no clues. Dead there's better surveillance uh, and forensic teams uh, patrolling the neighborhoods in the suburbs of Arlington Heights. <laughs> Seriously. Than anybody doing any kind of investigative work within the White House, potentially the most secure location on the planet. <laughs> Do they uh, have God a... help you if you're 18 driving out past curfew. <laughs> Who the bag oh, belonged nice. to? Do they have a theory? Well, Tom, that inference is used on private tours. Contractors Do are doing theory? renovations of oh, the Situation Room. Staff and military walk through that entrance, too. But sources familiar with the investigation say a leading theory is it could have been a visitor. Yeah, and they actually have a, a visitor logbook. And on the logbook, at the time of this situation occurring, there is a name on there. It says Biden, comma, H. Uh, in <laughs> 1245... Out. I thought there was just one name you couldn't read because it was written in Ukrainian. <laughs> it's, it's Hunter's drug dealer. Oh, was Zelensky in town? I didn't know yeah, that. We send All the right. money. They send. They send Hunter cocaine. It's a great deal for peace. Uh, you get coke. <laughs> you get peace. We need Donbass for the coca plants. <laughs> Apparently, the production of poppy has plummeted in the last few years out of uh, Afghanistan. Oh, really? Yeah, we're not there anymore. We're not, you know. 
We're not doing our business, man. We took it elsewhere. Not protecting the, not so, protecting the fields. Do we grow poppy in other places? Like, are we doing it up now in Ukraine, or are we just GMO poppy people these days? I'm sure Bill Gates has some sort of farm next to the place where he's making the mosquitoes. You know, <laughs> guilt. No, that's why we switched to fentanyl now. Yes, that's right. Is so fentanyl's the new opioid. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where are they. Where are we getting our? Uh... Yeah, we're making the well, drugs guess, right somewhere. I guess no, but I guess they're not using as many because of the opi- opioid lawsuits and everything. We're just we don't really need as many. So the pharmaceutical industry is now just using fentanyl and other stuff, and we're just not using the poppies anymore. I'm sure they still are, but not at the rate they were using it before. Enough to warrant U.S. military actions in another country to take over their fields. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Well, it's too That's bad. That's why now we're in fucking... Dude, I love the Friday night news because it always gets overlooked. The biggest news ever is that the, the Biden administration, he authorized tapping into the IRR. Yeah. Reserve. Yes, man. You uh, had sent me some stuff about it. Uh, I did see people on the right kind of getting a little squeamish about this one, thinking this is an indication we are headed, without a doubt, to a World War Three boots on the ground kind of scenario. Oh no, no, it's so much worse than that. It just means we are deplete. We're depleted, and we're probably mostly depleted of the intelligence jobs. You know, anybody that man. Well, for somebody, the, I, the, the IRR, for those that don't know, is like I signed up for four years of the army, right? It doesn't matter how many years are in your contract, you owe the government eight years. So my contract was four years, which means I served for four years. And then after that, I didn't have to do anything, but once a year, go sign this form, show up, they made sure I'm still alive. And that was it for four years. Right on, man. Not a bad gig, actually. You know, you're just, you don't get paid or anything, but for four years, they can call you back, right? Up to that eight-year mark when you sign whatever. Yeah, so that that's makes the sense. IRR. That's the IRR. That's your inactive reserve. <laughs> the, the reason this is so scary is there are, that's our la- that is the last line. The next step after, after getting your IRR, IRR, the next step is a draft. We're drafting them up, boys and girls. <laughs> and all you lady fellas out you there. Have your, you have your active military, and when you need to relieve them, you bust out your, uh, your reservists. Then if you really need to, the states will put in some National Guard. After that, you got your inactive reserve. And then that is it. I'm confused. Does that mean we currently have military units on the ground fighting and duking it Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't care. Right. What, I don't care what anybody says, man. We have to. There's no fucking way. What scares me about it is <laughs> they, they only thing, authorized man. 450, which is not a lot. And the fact that they're doing I, the IRR, which it probably means they don't have enough people to rotate in and out. You're only allowed to send people in there for a for a certain amount of time before you have to like get the approval of Congress. You know what I mean? We could send them in there for a short period of time, call it a training exercise. That's We're right. just training them how to use it. But now we need more people in and out of rotation. The problem is we don't have a lot of people that could do these specialty jobs. There's been this huge brain drain from the military. I wonder what caused that. Oh, dude, it's, it's really sad. We're missing our mark by 30% now, and they've already lowered the standards to get in. <clears throat> yeah, and we keep uh, ensuring that we are extremely inclusive uh, and, you know, 
making sure that there we have platforms and places and uh, free spaces for you know, the trans folk and the lady fellas oh, and dude. you know everybody in between and on the spectrum of the BLT sandwich. I I saw <laughs> no, I'm, and I was reading today part of what was the bill they passed um, the defense bill. Oh, yeah, I got I got a clip about it. Well, right on, man. Psycho. You want to hear why there's there, want to hear one of the big fights over this defense bill is? Absolutely, man. Enlighten us all, please. This is the new budget. There's a significant divide in this defense bill, though, over access to abortion, isn't? There? Yeah, the Biden administration enacted a policy that covers certain costs of service members if they have to travel to receive abortion services. This came in response to the Supreme Court Dobbs decision when it overturned Roe v. Wade. Since that point, more than a dozen states have enacted near total bans on abortion. Republicans say that this policy violates a very well-established law known as the Hyde Amendment. That says that taxpayer dollars can't be used to pay for anyone's abortion. But this Biden policy does not actually pay for abortion costs. It does reimburse for travel expenses. And it also allows for up to three weeks of administrative leave to receive that care. But the Republican passed bill would effectively end that policy. Did you hear that? Yeah, man. Three weeks. Now, here's my problem, right? I have always been okay with females in the military. One of the big arguments, though, is that it affects the readiness of the military. You can't tell me it does not affect the readiness when these girls can get pregnant, get three weeks paid vacation, and a trip to another state for a fucking abortion. Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, <clears throat> Denver needs all the business we can get, so come on down. <laughs> got a bad economy over here. You got a baby in there? We'll kill it. Oh, yeah. Stay for three weeks, we'll kill the baby for free. <laughs> that's right, man. <laughs> oh, it's insane. Uh, yeah, that's one of the big things that's in the bill that they're fighting against. That yeah, yeah. and uh, transitioning. Yes. Like, we should not be allowing soldiers to transition. <clears throat> you shouldn't be allowed in the military if you have gender dysphoria. I, I don't understand where that line is that flat feet is a disqualification, but wrong body is not. <laughs> that, that really blows my fucking mind. Uh, you know, I, I saw... It's funny, I listened to the same clip that you just played earlier today and uh, NPR, I believe. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, up first. Up first, that's right. And I was completely taken aback at how, you know, th these shouldn't even be the issues we're dealing with in our army. I mean, we should really be talking about amping up our cyber warfare capabilities and, you know, kind of, you know, making up for that brain drain that I think happened in a lot of ways because of the vaccine mandates that went down over the last couple of years. A lot of people just didn't want to join the army because you are forced to take a lot of shots in the army, if I'm not mistaken. But the Absolutely. mRNA no, shots, I, 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 I don't, don't think, think a lot of people wanted. Yeah, I don't think the shots were that big of a... a, a soldiers, you're kind of a drone. You just take the shot, it doesn't matter. I took so many shots, I don't even know what it was in. <laughs> the uh, ones that are there, but the, it the deters people from the, joining. <clears throat> the reason you saw the brain drain was because what we need is, like, programmers. We need the guys that can fly the drones. We need all those, like, intelligent people. But they were being offered... Your army's going to offer you a, a twenty, thirty thousand dollars signing bonus. <laughs> then after that, you're making like three, four thousand a month, right? 
Or you could go work in Silicon Valley where you have an ice cream dispenser at the end of your cubicle. <laughs> and an espresso right. machine. Yeah. You're sitting in a beanbag right. chair and playing ping pong half the fucking day. And you're getting six <laughs> figures. You know? Like, who wouldn't... You'd be a fool to turn that down. That is ending very soon. Almost within this year, I imagine. That all of that's <laughs> over. Microsoft laid off another 10,000 people this week. I mean, the, it's... <laughs> yeah. The beanbag chair days and the ping pong. Do you think it was the programmer who's been working 18 hours a day, or do you think it was the panini maker? Which one do you think <laughs> got laid off? That's right, dude. Well, and fucking idiots. We kind of uh, hit on this a while back. It's possible that kind of a push to maybe make the economy unaffordable for a majority of people. There's a point behind it to boost maybe our military, you know, get some more smart folk in need of some money and right we're going to shrink down this sector where of coders uh especially after a time where they told everybody you know forget the trade school stuff and go learn to code i believe that was the motto of the biden administration two years ago well now all of a sudden there's no jobs for these coders well maybe the military is a place they can go yeah it really is good luck Good luck. Well, we probably it's need it. Gonna, I can tell you one thing. You're not going to find a lot of beanbag chairs and ping... Well, you'll find a lot of ping pong. Yeah, ping pong, the, man. If Forrest Gump is talking. It's in the, it's in the day room. That's right. I did play a lot of pool, a lot of, a lot of ping pong. All right, so you get, you'll get good at some of those activities. Uh, and look, <laughs> I uh, am a certified moron. I saw the text message you gave me in the link about the... Uh, inactive uh, reserves being called in. I kind of didn't really know the gravity or understand what that meant. And is this then playing into the theory that we've been tossing around that we are indeed engaged in full-on battle? We have military soldiers fighting a war currently. The media is just not telling us what's happening. And now we are bringing in these reserves. I mean, when are they going to tell the truth if this is what's going on? Is it going to be like, oopsies, we lied, we're actually in full-on war with Russia, and now we're drafting the 18-year-olds? Yeah, they admit it. They just, they keep, (laughs) you should really not pay attention to any of the news and then spend your whole weekend looking at what they released Friday night. Because that's what they just, dude, the, the thing that's scary is they clearly went up to the president and they said, we need these 450 people, and we do not have them in our ranks. You know what I mean? Like, that's a scary, that's very scary. Our military will short these 450 guys. And lucky they could get them from the inactive reserve. But how close are we from them being like, well, we just got to start drafting? That's not good news. I mean, most of our public, like, isn't draftable. No, so if you are, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm just glad you're, I'm you're too going. old. Thank God for that. Oh, they're going to raise that age real quick. Well, I think I could still uh, claim too old. <laughs> <laughs> start, start eating. Uh, I believe that if you ever put the Ukraine flag on your Twitter bio or have the flag in front of your house, you and your kids can go off and fight this war you supported uh, in the most nauseating way from day one. All right. The rest of us who said, hey, we're being played like fools and we shouldn't be engaged in this conflict. We get to hang back here and enjoy the ride. We're going to hang out with Roseanne. Yes, man. That's right. 
I just don't feel like, you know, it's very patriotic to fight alongside a bunch of Nazis. No offense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not my fight. It's not my fight. No, it's not our fight. And I, I don't think there's any public support for it, which is, you know, I think you get a draft. You're going to get an incredible counter-revolution in draft dodgers, and people are just going to say, go fuck yourself on this one, man. I don't think they could do the draft just because it would reveal to the world how incapable we are in, of fighting. Yes, this is true. Oh, we would run out of fabric. You know, how, you know how many extra, extra large uniforms you would need? You guys got any smalls around here? Just me? Just me? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's funny for you, man. <laughs> oh, man, this is the problem. Uh, again, I, I've been harping on it for a long time now, but we are the fattest society. And take, take a look at some pictures from, like, the 50s, 60s, even 70s, like pictures of people at the beach, dude. Everybody is in shape. We, we could have been called to war at any point in those decades. And, you know, just like a few weeks of some boot camp, some gun training. And we could have been off to war and, and made a difference. Look around, man. That's just, that cannot happen these days. It, I know. It's pretty shocking to me how large and in charge... The folk are even here in Denver, Colorado, and we considered one of the more, you know, in shape states in America. That should be very scary to people. And then the ones that are skinny are like, I don't even know if you're a man or a woman. What's going on here? I question that myself every day in the mirror, Mike. I'm not going to lie. It's just, <laughs> it's an everyday battle. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Chicago, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, well, again, and we're going circling back to that bill that they are pushing through or, or the spending bill. Like we have a lot of issues. If we're talking military and we're talking, you know, lady fella transitioning, gender affirming care and you know, maternity leave. Like we should have battle hardened, insane killing machines ready to go to war at any point. That's what we're supposed to have. Not people giving birth and breastfeeding. And, and I'm talking about, uh, Pete Buttigieg, okay, he's a service <laughs> member, breastfeeder. Uh, I, I just don't think we need that. We need, you know, take a look at the armies. They're training in Russia and China. Have you seen the images of these guys? They're killing machines, man. Yeah. They're not taking leave to have gender-affirming care. Or abortions. Three weeks off? <laughs> For... Get the fuck out of here, dude. Well, get the fuck out of here. Come to Denver, you get your abortion, you go see Taylor Swift at the Mile High Stadium. <laughs> Catch a Yankees game, right? Go down to five points, see a little jazz. it is over there but over here what is going on with the female mustache oh this is a thing now oh thank god have we... you noticed this no well i mean a lot of ladies were dudes now 
Do you know what I'm saying? So uh, I and I told you I went to a wedding last summer, and it was the fella. He had the full beard and lipstick and uh, the red dress. So I mean, no, 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 no. I'm talking about females who are clearly <laughs> like females, but they're just like blue-haired and scuzzy-looking, and always like just a little overweight. And they got the they got the they got like the 13 year old boy mustache going on. All right, they're rocking the peach fuzz stash. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. Get the fuck out of here. I can't take it serious. I'm okay with this. Okay, this reminds me kind of the feminist movement back in the 90s. The, 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 those were the feminists where they like didn't shower and shave their pits and wore the wife beater, and you could spot them a mile away. They, it's just, uh, you know. They make the the <laughs> chicks who really put on a show and put themselves together and, and, and want to look good and go out there uh, and be ladylike. They make them look even better. Yeah, they really do. And so really I'm do. more, I'm even more wowed and more impressed by the women who go out there and doll themselves up and and and, and you know put a little pride <laughs> behind how they're looking. Uh, same with the fellas, man. You know, you gotta. There are more Fettermans out there than there are dudes wearing sharp dressed outfits and good clothes you know what i'm saying so like when a dude when a dude is well dressed or at least put some clean tight fitting you know good looking clothes on you know hey he's looking sharp hard to do when you're a plumber yeah most guys now and uh, the fetterman look we were bashing fetterman for a while because he's a senator and he probably should wear a suit but does a guy represent our culture more than John Fetterman? <laughs> like, you had fat and too lazy to put on a suit. You're right. Dude. And mentally Brain handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally, you're right. It's definitely Pennsylvania. I've been there a couple times. You know, slightly brain damaged, you know, underdressed, kind of a slob, lazy. <clears throat> Well, don't worry, the brain kind of works. It just killed all personality. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, he's a Pennsylvanian. Yeah. <laughs> Can you blame them? They're all breathing all that wind coming down from New Lebanon, Ohio, or New Pennsylvania. Uh, or what was it? Well, New, the worst uh, part is you guys don't even Palestine. make steel anymore. You're just inhaling the fumes from past, <laughs> past money made, you know? <laughs> Raising your kids in the fucking... <laughs> polluted soil oh man we gotta we gotta get it together man uh and honestly this comes down to uh the kids you know we, call to arms dude we can't have it with the kids being too overweight and lazy dude, i saw this uh video uh i thought it was a i, I literally i thought it was parody bro but they were dead serious it's like this hippie couple in philadelphia oh yeah they're living like in the homes that like you see in the Rocky movie, you know. Like, <laughs> and the uh, dude, this fucking hippie chick is like walking, and her husband's filming it, and she's like, "Oh, look at this block! It's just it's I forgot what she goes out, dude. There's like homeless guys like shooting up while across the street there's homeless guys like falling asleep, you know. There's garbage everywhere, and this lady goes on to talk about how like all we need is a little green." And so they call the city and have them, like, cut out this square of concrete in front of their house so they could plant a tree. Yeah, man. Yo, that block did not need a tree. 
I was waiting for like they they go outside to look at the tree and there's a homeless guy shitting on it, you know, just, just no. dumping out. I'm sure they cut that part out, but then at the end they're just like they take this like view of it. They're like, look how much better, look how much it brightened up this the city or whatever. It's like, no, dude, it's, now you just have a dirty, disgusting block with a tree in the middle. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It, it just, it, like in my mind, though, it's just like it summed up like the problem with the Democrats. We have this entire block that's just destroyed. You know what it needs? A tree. That's right. We have to start thinking about the environment and, you know, plant a tree, <laughs> start recycling more. Put that tree there. It's really good. Get rid of all the homeless. Save the problem. <laughs> no, put, put these people to work, man, or get them arrested. You got to just uh, give them a bus ticket, ship them out to California. I like the idea of making them like messenger pigeons. Yeah, carrying shit around. I I just think you uh tie like a uh like a thing with wheels to them, and people could just throw the trash in there. You know, <laughs> the homeless guy just walks around with this trash bin, you know, with wheels. I don't think yeah, nobody minds the homeless guy that's picking up the aluminum. You know, picking up the cans. I see a lot of homeless dudes picking up shit off the ground. Put them to work, man. They want to do it. They got nothing else going on. <laughs> Just go to the change, man. I, I, the more, the worse the neighborhood is, the more change I find on the ground. Wow, wow, that's a yeah. that's a great call. And I saw this fella pushing a cart. It looked really heavy. It was a lifetime of belongings, and he was going uh, up and over the highway overpass, right? And he was on. He was still working his way uphill, and you could kind of see him just. He was working for that crest, for that moment where he gets to the peak, you know? And then it's just all downhill from there. I could see it in his eye. It looked like he was going to make it. It was hot, though. It was like 90-something degrees. The sun was beating down. It was a rough journey. Uh, I think the heat and the extreme cold, man, those are the moments for these homeless folk. Uh, That's where you get them dying in the streets, no doubt about it. And... You know the government, man. Do they care about that shit? Not at all, dude. Not at all. They would. They, uh, they they want to be like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna pat each other on the back because we planted this stupid tree in the middle <laughs> of the street. Like, like, let's all congratulate each other. You know, Jared Polis does that crap all the time. Like, oh, look at these trees we planted here. And then you know, nothing's done about the homeless cities that we have uh, encamped all along the roadways downtown. Uh, they they clear that shit out for the Taylor Swift concerts. You know, they like to clear out their little sections. I'm sure uh, Chicago did a fabulous job pushing away the homeless for the NASCAR event that they had. Oh, couldn't find one. Even that guy that I talked about on uh, Lakeshore Drive was kicked out. See, like, you can do it. Here's my point is, when we have events in Denver, they push the homeless out, man. So that means you have the means to do so. You choose to only do it when it's going to make you look bad. Yeah, we're kind of fucked because uh, we were kind of getting, like, regular cleanouts in areas because they were filming, uh, like, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, yeah, and a couple other shows. You know, I have, uh, I have never seen any of these shows, but I do know, like, on NBC, Chicago is, like, it's, like, the NBC night or whatever, right? Like, like they have, like, all three of them in a row. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. I, <laughs> when did this become a thing? <laughs> so I don't funny, know. I man. never, never watched any of them, <laughs> but uh, I guess it made Italian beefs like a international hit. 
Well, that's good. And so they film these series actually in Chicago? Yeah, so like they'll go through and like clear out these areas to film it. Nice. See, you can yeah. do it. That's my point, though. It's doable. Oh, yeah, you can do it. You could oh, clean cool. up the streets. But uh, the, our government well, choose com- to only do it. Complaint. The big complaint, they're about to spend $25 million housing these immigrants and, you know, and making room for more. But what about the homeless Americans? You got nowhere to put them? Yeah, we, we push them aside or we ship them to Portland. <laughs> I think that's what we typically do with our homeless white guys. <laughs> uh, it's just uh well i maybe the problem is there's just too many people not enough places to house them which is why the world economic forum and all these weirdos bill gates klaus schwab they they want to uh, follow through on the georgia guidestones uh declaration right the depopulation agenda agenda 2030 or 201 whatever these agendas are they want to depopulate the earth, wipe us out so they can have, you know, a clean environment and clean city streets, I imagine, for themselves. And sometimes, sometimes there is a Freudian slip and these leaders say the quiet part out loud. Mike, I got to say, uh, this is gaff of the century. Think about the impact on something like public health. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children... Did you uh, catch that one there? <laughs> Let's do that one again for those in the back. Reduce population. Yeah! More of can breathe clean air and drink no, clean water. No, you're not supposed to read the stuff in parentheses. <laughs> population. Oh, man, this is such a good one. Electric vehicles and reduce population. Yeah! More all right, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, they really believe it's going to save the planet, Frank. That's, you know. The official White House statement that they put out, uh, put a line through the uh, population and in, in parentheses put the pollution. She meant to say pollution. It was a mistake. Uh, meant to say reduced well, yeah, pollution. <laughs> what pollution is worse than the people, you know? Reduced population. Come on, give it to the camel. This is why they just, you know, shake their heads every time she goes out there. What a goof, man! I can't believe they picked this idiot to be the vice president. She's never once said anything correctly. Everything she does is just retarded, uh, speech-wise, and it's uncomfortable to listen to her talk all the time. And then here the we time. go with this beauty, this gem. This is a, this is a diamond, really. I mean, come on, dude. Can we, uh, can we cut to Joe Biden? What was he doing? Oh, he's sniffing a little kid. Go back to Camel. Go back to Camel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that clip of Joe Biden? Uh, oh, that was weird. He wasn't sniffing. He was kind of like... Nibbling, n- dude. Doing a nibble? Yeah. Not... He, that adre- he smelled the adrenochrome. I know. I was going to say, dude... In- Considering over the last week or so, all we've heard is Jim Caviezel telling everybody about adrenochrome and the politicians and Hollywood elites uh, just, like, torturing and eating uh, children. A weird image for Joe Biden to uh, put out there for the world, you know, him trying to... She's talking about pollution, reducing population, and he's over there munching on kids. That's right. 
It's getting a little weird, guys. Getting a little weird. <laughs> oh, it's blue no matter who. If anyone remembers uh, the slogan from a few years ago, this is what you get, man. This is what building back better is all about, I can assume. Uh, I'm huge fan of the Kamala gaff. The we're going to reduce the population. I would argue that's what they've been trying to do for the last several few years here. Uh, COVID seemed like a population reduction. Uh, you know, it seems like this uh, Fat Hill Ozempic situation is a population reduction. Uh, you know, it, are we doing anything health based as a society? Do we focus <laughs> on anything healthy whatsoever? <laughs> No. Everything is Fra pumping us with pharmaceuticals, man. First of all, Frank, first of all, I want you to watch your tone when you start talking about a healthy lifestyle because you're <laughs> kind of tiptoeing on the verge of white supremacy. That's right, dude. It's very white supremacist of you to even mention healthy lifestyle. <laughs> we in America believe everybody should do what they want, live how you want, just be a total glutton. And then the pharmaceutical company will give you a pill to fix it. That's right, man. I, uh, yeah. Emma and I did a little drinking the other day. She ordered up some McDonald's, and we went and uh, we were uh, digging down on the Mickey D's. And I had three French fry bites and three bites of a cheeseburger, and I spit out the last bite. I couldn't eat it, dude. <laughs> we hadn't had fast food. Uh, in five or six months, maybe even longer. We've just been Did cooking. You, say you ordered it up. She ordered it up. Yeah, I was doing the show. We were doing the show. Had it delivered. She had it delivered. Yeah. Dude, I've said it before. I will say it again. That will be the fall of America. I I'm the day against we started it. Started getting McDonald's delivered. I am fully against it, and it it was absolutely Oof. revolting. I uh, ended up not eating any of it, and I. Uh, had my leftover pasta from the night before. It was delicious. <laughs> disgusting. Dude, the, the fast food is absolutely disgusting, man. It It's fake. It's completely processed fake. It doesn't have, like, um texture of real food. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, the, the buns. Well, it depends what you get at Mickey D's. What you, would you order there? She got me a, one of the cheeseburgers. Or the double, the, yeah, the cheeseburger. Mm. Gotta go with the quarter pounder. It's freshly cooked, never frozen. I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't even. Uh, I can't do it. I think I have. But I tell you, Frank, everything should come in at least a quarter pound. <laughs> That's right. You sent me a picture of that hot dog, man. You know the quarter pound hot dog. Uh, I don't know if I could put something like that in my mouth. I'm gonna be honest with you. Dude. <laughs> Made me feel a little uncomfortable. Uh, most gays feel that way before they come out. It's okay. <laughs> Not going to hold that against you. <laughs> I, on the other hand, very comfortable with my sexuality. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Enjoy I, a girthy dog. A yeah. girthy dog, indeed. You sent me a shot. Uh, probably the most Chicago-looking meal I've ever seen. It was just no, a... See, uh, my hot dogs, take note. Uh, uh, what's that, Tony Hot Dog Guy? What's his name? Oh, um, Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, take notes. You can't even wrap the bun fully around the hot dogs I'm eating. You know? Well, that's true. And uh, you had the, it was the hot dog, the quarter pounder with the mustard only. I thought that was uh, oh, yeah. fantastic. And then next to the hot dog, you know, no salad or even potatoes or fries or anything. 
a cheeseburger, the side cheeseburger. This is my favorite part about oh. the picture. You got the, <laughs> you got the hot dog. You're munching through. Then you take a few bites. Uh, you know, cleanse the palate. Right? You got to cleanse that hot dog palate with a little <laughs> cheeseburger. Wash it down. <laughs> no garnish, nothing. It's just the hot dog and the cheeseburger. Uh, that's ah, just that's good life. the meal of a true man, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's how I do it, you know? Oh, nothing goes better with a hot dog than a cheeseburger. Can I get yeah. something to wash down this hot dog? Like a cheeseburger or something? I don't know. You got... <laughs> You got a beef? Italian beef? Anything? What kind of sides comes with your hot dog? Are we talking cheeseburger? Pizza? I need something to balance out the flavors here. You got back there. Any Polish sausages or uh, one of those combos? You know, the, the, the beef with the sausage uh, in the middle? A quarter pound of hot dog is great, but I mean... <laughs> A little light on the sides here. I was expecting <laughs> at least like a 14-inch or... You like a sub? <laughs> well, this uh, hot dog appetizer is quite delicious, but uh, <laughs> we're going to get some main course up in here? <laughs> <laughs> when they bring you the regular dogs. Yeah, no, this is cute. I didn't order off the kids' menu, though. <laughs> so, go ahead and take that back. <laughs> Oh, man. I uh, go to a local place once in a great while. They do the Vienna hot dogs. It's absolutely just like they do it in Chicago. The guy is a native from the Windy City, and he um, has those thin, crispy, salty, almost too salty fries, you know, and he gives you the whole bunch, and they're just spilling over onto the dog, and you just, you know... For anyone from the Chi-Town area, uh, anybody who's been to uh, Gene and Jude's, uh, you know, a staple of, uh, of the area, uh, they put the fries on the hot dog. And so when I go to this place, just from the natural spillover of the fries onto the dog, I just stuff more fries onto the dog and eat it together. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pure heaven, man. That's, that's the way it was meant to be. You get the, the salty fries on the dog. Oh, yeah. No quarter pounder though. It, it's a, it's a normal yeah, size then you gotta hot go with dog. The regular. Well, Gin and Jude's goes with the regular, but I always get the double dog when I go there. You double down on your dog. I get the double dog. Yeah, it's that, better. Is that they put the two wieners into the bun together. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it is? It's a gay dog. It's a. Gay, that's right. <laughs> All right, man. No, I didn't know they did that there. I thought the double dog was like the two separate dogs. Oh, that's the two dog special. God, Frank, you gotta come back. I know I've been away for too long, man. That's man. the problem. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted two dogs. I said I wanted a double dog. You know? <laughs> yeah, they uh, this place I go to, they have the beef, and then they have a junior beef, which is like the half size, and um, I nobody ever orders it. You could tell it just seems a little effeminate to be digging into a <laughs> the junior dog or the junior <laughs> beef. You know, like you don't want to. You don't want anyone around you to see you order, so you have to get the full size, right? Like that's oh, um, you just don't want to be the dude going down that road. And I, uh, I'll it's pay a attention. Slippery slope, dude. It's you're eating that. You're getting that junior beef. You're sucking dick in three months. I guarantee. You. Wow, I guess you're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm hanging out listening to Sam Smith already, so I better watch myself. <laughs> hey yo, what happened to Sam Smith, man? 
Are you ready for some controversy? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, man. <laughs>